one member of ZZ Top without the Beard's last name is Beard. It's crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fun. I like that story a lot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is, is it Frank, Frank Beard? Something like that, Frank yeah. Beard? It's the drummer. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got, like, you know, Billy No Hair. Billy and... Giant Beard Ass McGibbons. Is it Billy? Billy Gibbons. Yeah. Yeah. Billy Gibbons. Holy I just pulled that name out of thin air. No, oh, yeah, that's his actual name. Consciously knew. No, I didn't. Hmm. How would you not know that the guitar player of ZZ Top's is Billy Gibbons? Everyone knows that. No, I Everyone don't. Knows I that. really don't. Everyone knows that. Had no- I can't remember the other. If guys. I he knew- also didn't know who the Ohio players were. Yeah, earlier. sure don't. I don't. For his vast knowledge of good music, I don't think I know who the Ohio players are either. I've heard of them, but I don't uh, know. love roller coaster. Oh, I love roller coaster. It's the first concert you went to, Adam? Debbie Gibson, Electric Youth, Miami Arena, second row, 1990. What? I was not. Pretty good. Hell yeah, it was. What was your first concert, Dylan? Um, I guess technically, I think it was John Fogarty. Nice. Um, before I remember, I'd actually really like to see John Fogarty in concert. I hear he's really good. The first one I like went to on my own volition was. Ozfest nice. 2015 with System of a Down and Disturbed and Event Sevenfold. That's pretty cool. Okay. Are we ready to do an actual podcast now? Let's do it. Oh, we weren't? No. Every time we got to a point where I'm like, all right, let's start this, somebody would drop Just some word. meat. Or talk about Just meat Pringles. <laughs> or meat. Pillsbury's I meat cookbook. Can't blah, blah, imagine blah. anything worse than meat Pringles. I can imagine a lot worse. I can, too. I can uh, Do you want to take a walk with me through the office and I can show you much worse? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, where we talk about video games. And meat, Pringles. Bite yeah, meat. And we take bites out of meat. Bite meat podcast. <laughs> we take a bite out of... No, your... we don't. We don't. <laughs> I can't say the things I won't I finish say. that sentence. Then we all breathe a collective sigh. <laughs> <sighs> um, all right, my name is Adam West. Cliff Johnson. The Dylan is here. Yay! Said me. <laughs> um, <laughs> a resounding chorus of yay. A resounding That's the most enthusiasm I've seen yay. today. Um, all right, so this week uh, we are going to bring you some news. And uh, a lot of it has to do with PlayStation and Sony. Got all kinds of new uh, info on the PS5, including its release window. Also, uh, crossplay finally opening up on the PS4. Um, what else do we have? Well, no, you took that one out of there, so I can't talk about that one. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to the PC. We all knew about that, though, right? Or was it assumed it was going to happen? It was assumed. It has not been It was confirmed. a matter of yeah. when. Right. Well, um, there's also a whole lot of stuff to go along with it, so we'll cover that. The new Atari VCS looks like, um, I don't know, maybe we won't actually see one. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Blizzard is facing boycotts after removing some Hearthstone Grandmaster and firing commentator. And, fi- and they have fired commentators. Right? Did I read that right? Yeah, something like that. Closely. Close to that. Um so, yeah, I was also seeing, like, uh, people holding up signs that said, uh, oh, I can't, like, free Hong Kong and boycott yeah. Liz. Yep. So, interesting stuff. So, we will talk about that. Plus, Orange Ricky Hero and Smash Boy. Don't know what that means. So, ne- we'll talk about Neither does Alex Trebek. Sweet. Uh, we will have some questions as well as talk about some cheap free games on the Epic Store and Humble Bundle. But first, we talk about what we're playing. And since I believe Cliff is the only one who filled anything out in our show notes, 
about what he's playing, you go first. You're while welcome. I try and remember what I've been doing. <laughs> I just I, didn't play anything. Well, you played Fix a Ceiling. I'm still playing this. <laughs> so I played a game. Ah, oh man, I wish I could remember what it's called. We actually played a game at PAX that is kind of like Overcooked, but you I are hate it doing all right. out. Move up. Move in. Move in, move, in, move, move, move in, maybe. Yeah, it's like, did you play it? Uh, yeah, I did play. Yeah, it. it's like Overcooked, except you're doing home repair. It's oh, <sighs> home repair. Yeah. Oh, I played oh, the no. one where you move. That one is also very fun. So I want to do the home repair one. Yeah, it literally is. You get some blueprints, and you have to make the room you're in match the blueprints. It was oh, a I lot like of that. fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Move in was also really fun. It's from the guys who did um, Death Squared. Um, oh, is it the same? Yeah, yeah, same, that? same group. Um, did you move out of a haunted house? Because I totally yes, moved. and it was a pain. <laughs> it was this ghost keeps chasing you all over. Anyway, very good. I enjoyed both of those. The ghost cornered me in a room, and I couldn't get out of it. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, I beat Just Cause Four, which wow is not a game I thought you I would ever did beat. Not think he was going to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, like, if I had to give it a rating, it would not be a nine. It would not be an eight. It might be a seven, maybe. Really? Um, yeah, because it's kind of repetitive and like the story's kind of silly and uh, like the graphics are kind of. Yeah, I thought it looked real good. No, the character models are terrible. Um, it has a lot of really weird problems with like light. Um, like, especially when you're up in the air, you'll just be looking at the ground and the direction the light's coming from will just like rapidly shift back and forth. Um, I mean, you saw my blimp that I was in the other day. That was I, amazing. Yeah. I captured a blimp and was just like trying to move forward in it. And all of a sudden it did like 35, 360s, um, which was nauseating on my giant TV screen. Um, go watch, go, uh, check out our uh, Instagram. You can see a video of that, but yeah, you know, it was kind of janky, but the funny thing is, is now every game I play, I keep hitting the button that should shoot at a grappling hook, and it doesn't, and it's really disappointing. <laughs> so, I don't know, there's something there's something to that game. Like, the movement in that game is really fun, and there's something kind of interesting about its loop, but it's not it's not great, but it's good. It's on Game Pass. Go play it. It's free. Like, that's that's what I say. Go play it. It's free. It's, it's worth free. Um, I probably put... 30 hours into it, though. I, I don't know where those hours came from or why I did it, but I did. So check that one off the list. Um, and then I started playing Gears of War 5. I'm like three or four missions in, and that game, uh, as I think the thing is, is you can go look at Just Cause 4 and go like, that game looks all right. And then you go play Gears 5 and go, oh, that's what games look like. Um, it's stunning. It is absolutely stunning. Um the guns feel terrific. Um, there is a you feel the feedback of shooting something, and and frankly, I don't know how I don't know how they do it, but there is a different feeling to shooting a bad guy in the chest versus headshotting them. Um, and I don't know if it's just the visual feedback or if it's something with the rumble or what, but those guns feel absolutely incredible. Um, like my, my only complaint about the game so far is I keep getting a little bit lost or like, hey, we should go here. I'm like, OK. And then I'm like, where's here? Where do I go next? But I figured out last night there's like a button you can push. It'll give you a little bit of an arrow. So besides that, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's cool, though. And it, it, it's I've never this is actually probably the most I've ever played a Gears game. I'm like three hours in. I think that's that's as far as I've ever played any other Gears game. They're good so, games. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it so far. Big, beefy hunks of meat to Tie it back in. <laughs> Why are we bringing everything back to hunks of meat today? Like those, uh, Let's stop that. I will say, like, I, I'm sure there is a reason that they are massive 
four hundred pound. Is that? But are they? I mean, they've got to be like those dudes. Don't look like they could walk, let alone run. But like, how do they go to the bathroom? They don't really run so much as they like. I don't know. Yeah, lumber. Yeah, they lumber. I I don't know, man. I don't. I doubt they can. I don't know. I don't know. But it's cool. It's a good game. Shooting's fun. I like blowing stuff up. So (laughs) it's cool. Good. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing a little more Astral Chain, trying to work my way through that. Nice. Really, really liking that. Um, it just feels good. And once you, <clears throat> um, once you learn all the move sets for your Legion and how to really just just nail it every time, it's it's so much. Fun. That's it's awesome. So nice. I mean, it looks so good. Uh, what else did I do? So on Game Pass, I'm just on this whole like I'm going to download that and play that. I'm going to. I've got 197 games on my Xbox. Dang. Well, I've got the four terabyte. Yeah. Whatever. It's almost full. <laughs> um. So I started playing, which I downloaded a while ago, meant to play, was the Halo Master Chief Collection. Oh, that's fun. So I jumped in to the original uh, Halo game for the first time ever. And it's really fun. It's really interesting. Yeah. I remember I actually did play it at one time or thought I was going to play it. And it was before I liked first-person shooters. I'm still not their biggest fan. Um, but I remember running around in the very beginning of that game going... Every hallway, every panel looks the same because it was just absolutely back then the textures, you know, texture sets or whatever. It's like you just didn't you had to use what you could get in there and everything kind of looked samey. So this time I was like, wow, I'm really I'm trucking along here. I know where to go. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then I accidentally hit the button, not the what would be the pause button on most controllers, but whatever the other one was. And it flipped into the original uh, presentation graphically from the OG Xbox version of Halo, and I'm all, oh, oh, that's why I've been able to find my way through because everything's been updated and made to look like more better. That's exactly the experience I had with Halo is when I played it the first time on my OG Xbox. I rented that game when I bought my Xbox. That's the only Halo game I've really ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember going like, everyone's excited about this game? Because like, I've been playing first-person shooters on the PC for years. Right. And I was like, why? This game looks like crap. Every single hallway feels just copy and pasted from another one. Blech. Yep. And then I played it like two or three years ago. I played through it with my kid. And I was like, oh, this game's pretty fun. So it's time and, and textures can make a big difference. Oh, yeah. So I'm liking that. Uh, what else? So I've been playing on my phone. What have I been doing here? Because this Apple Arcade is just... Hmm. It's a lot of good stuff. So I have been playing just a couple things. Um, first of all, Grindstone, fantastic. Yep. Wait, I think we should talk about the fact when Adam got a new iPhone. Everyone around here has the new iPhone. Stupid three cameras. There's like six or eight of those. You say stupid three cameras. I say wait till you see some of the pictures. Oh, I know. It's, I meant stupid three cameras. And is my phone only has two, and I'm jealous. Hmm. I don't um, so I have downloaded okay. Grindstone and played that. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been playing What the Golf, which is still great. Tried playing some more Pinball Wizard, and okay. So I like it, but I don't think I like it enough to keep playing. It's so hard. It's it's, it's so hard. And it's not that it's <clears> – <throat> for me, it's not that it's hard because, like, there's this weird difficulty ramp up to it or anything. It's not that it's hard. It's just – 95% of the time I feel like when I hit my character to go towards the enemies or to go towards or whatever, I'm a pretty good like IRL pinball player. I really am. I'm not yeah, yeah. I'm not bad. 
But it feels like every time I send my little dude running around the room, running around the room, and he never co- he never goes where I want him to go, and it just oh, I, I thought I didn't have that problem at all. I, I just it. I don't hate it, but that that annoys the crap out. How many of the skills have you unlocked? I'm on like the fourth okay. thing, so none that I know of. <laughs> the game gets better when you start unlocking the skills. I, hmm. Um. Oh, I downloaded Candy Crush for whatever reason. <laughs> um. Rayman Mini. I've, I downloaded that, Is that last, any good? I've heard I don't know. I downloaded it last night, and I also downloaded Overland. Oh, Overland Which Overland, good. I heard, is hard. pretty good. It's yeah. crushingly difficult. So there's that. I also have Cat Quest 2 downloaded. I need to play that. I've got Oceanhorn 2. I've just got, you know, that's my thing. I don't play them so much as I collect them. <laughs> so let's go with that story. Um, but yeah, five bucks a month, Apple Arcade. There's way, there's over a hundred games in there already, and they just keep adding more and more and more. So true. do it. That's that. Dylan, playing anything? No? Uh, I've been dabbling on uh, Apple Arcade a little bit because that's about all I can do. But I actually don't have good cell service where I am either. It's like a dead zone. So I literally don't have internet. I don't really have service unless I'm like in the bedroom next to the window or I don't have a fully functioning bathroom or kitchen. Oh, you should probably fix that. I'm trying. Literally every minute I am not here, I have been fixing Cute. the drywall on the ceiling. The drywall game. And I sleep for like four hours, and then I wake up and do more before I come to work, and then oh, I come to work, no. and then I go home and I do more. It looks, sounds terrible. It looks fantastic, though. I'm sure it does, but... And my bathroom will be done tonight. I might get kitchen cabinets up if I'm lucky tonight. Do you take them down and paint them yourself? No, I took. Well, they took them down to get all the ceiling on top because oh. they're ceiling above the cam- the cabinet. So they, they took it down, but they didn't put it back up. No, it's not really in their scope of work, and I'm fine with that because I had to patch above. Like they had to get patched above it anyway, so yeah, it true. doesn't really make doesn't really make sense to do that. But I'm just. It looks fantastic. Well, congratulations. Ew. I want what? Ew. Yeah. Well, you should, you should come see it. I would it's like to. It's a disaster right I've, now. It is like an apocalypse. Then dirt will fit right in. You clean it up and we'll have a, we'll have a housework party. <laughs> That's where we're doing extra life this year. Let your roommates know. <laughs> I, I'll be done by then. I think. I actually. hope so. Well, cool. I was worried there for a second, but um, I think it'll actually be better than I thought. Anything in particular on Apple Arcade that you're playing right now that you'd like to speak on? Or? I mean, I think Grindstone's the best thing on there. Grindstone's amazing. Fantastic game. Such a great time suck. What, uh, how, how far up the path are you? What level? Um, I'm on the boss of the third world, I guess. Oh, I didn't. Probably. I guess I'm not even close to the end of the first world because I had no idea there were bosses. <laughs> okay. Shite. I think I'm pretty good at the game. I, like, I've been able to three... What I I get every single thing on everyone. Oh, same. So the I make sure I get the chest, the crown, open the door, and whatever other yeah, whatever nonsense extra they thing. throw in. So very cool. All right. Well, there is uh, what we've been playing. Maybe we missed something that you think we should be playing. Let us know in our Discord at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Also, if you're on the interwebs and you'd like to support our show, you can head to patreon.com slash bite me podcast we will take your money and give you stuff um but if you want to give us more of your money we'll gladly take it and say your name on the show hugs mostly that's the oh, kind of stuff well. you get hugs and a trip to the doctor you have to come it's to funny. us though that's no, how it goes anyway uh yeah thank you to all our wonderful patrons i actually have your list up um so this is episode 150 
Normally, we do a call-in show for episode 150. Normally, or, how or many every, hundred, how many episodes of 150 have we well, done? Well, every, every 50. 50 episodes, we do we do a call-in show, and we were going to do one today, and. I don't know. I think all three of our lives exploded into a mess of messiness, and it got real busy. Uh, so we didn't. But if you are a patron and you want to be on our call-in show next week, like talk to me, and we'll make that happen. But we'd like to do it next week. So, and uh, there's a good excuse because there was originally like 150 Pokemon, and then like Mew showed up, and they're like 151. So it's actually kind of like uh, 151 is a milestone. Makes sense. Makes sense. Anyway, thanks to Operator Jack, Joe Cold Jr., John Tippins, Megan Phil. Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Kevin Schold. So next week, we'll make this happen. Boop, boop. Hell yeah. <laughs> Adam's super excited. Don't go to bitemeatpodcast.com. No, that's really how different. you will get a whole different set of video games. Don't want to see it. Just don't do it. Plenty of joysticks. All right. So what do we got next? Um, Extra Life. Extra Life. That is coming up on November 2nd. November 2nd and 3rd. Yeah. Um, I'm actually doing a kid's Extra Life party the night before, November 1st. Now, here's the thing. I know your kid, and I know you and Brooke, his parents, and that's awesome. Yeah. So that's great. If anybody else were telling me that they were throwing a party with a bunch of kids playing video games, I'd run screaming into the night. <laughs> It'll probably be all right. We'll see. We're not sure yet, so we will see. Anyway, uh, Extra Life is coming along really great. We have actually raised $770 out of our $5,500 goal, yes. uh, mostly thanks to Hans. But uh, Vinny has, a, Vinny has a, a respectable $220, too. So, uh, But Hans has $550 as of right now, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. So Nicely job. That actually puts us nice. at number 400 <laughs> 163 in uh, in the Extra Life team rank, which is not bad. What number? 453. Yeah, right? All right. It means we're ahead of the game. We're ahead of the game. Definitely. So that is dope. We are going to, like we said, do a uh, live stream on the second and third. I don't know exactly who's going to be there both days, but lots of fun will be had. Um, we really encourage you to join our team. Go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life and you can join. It's tons of fun. Do your own live stream, post on your social medias, get people to give you money and everybody wins, especially kids at Children's Miracle Network hospitals, uh, which is what Extra Life benefits. But real fast, people on our team so far, Hans Adelman, Vin. Champa, Alan Schulte, Annie Upchurch, me. No way. Me, yeah. My lovely brother, Colby. Uh, Jake. Just try. Jake. Sh- uh, <laughs> how do you spell Sue it? Hoversnick? Wait, wait, wait. How do you spell it? S-U-H-O-V-E-R-S-N-I-K. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> How is it again? I believe Sovereign it's Nick? just Seversnick. Oh. Yeah, sure. Okay. Seversnick, but. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe Cole, Kevin Schold. I could also just be wrong and been saying it wrong the whole time. Who knows? Uh, Thomas Barros, who I'm like, who's that? <laughs> it's taught me two inches. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I actually hey. have to go to a second page now because that's how many people we have on our team. Wow. Uh, Vicky Van Hout is on the second page. <laughs> it's just Vicky. <laughs> anyway, we're going to have so much fun. Uh, this is one of my favorite things we do every year. And I mean, I'll be completely honest. If you like video games and you tell your spouse or your friends like, hey, I'd love to do things this weekend, but I've got to spend 24 hours playing video games to raise money for children. No one's going to call you on that. Like, if you And just, if they do, you need to divorce them. Yeah, just, oh my God, think of the children. Unfriend them. Yeah. So it's I unfriend the you IRL. 
<laughs> just yeah. walk away. You just throw a book at them and just turn yeah. around. It's a terrific excuse to play video games for 24 hours and at you, minimum. And if you want to go to Cliff's with us, I'm going to bring a bucket of cookies. There's going to be a bucket of cookies in my house. What kind of cookies go into a bucket? I don't know. At Costco, you can get these buckets of the oh, mini yeah. cookies. Yeah. They're so good. They're really, really good. They're super good. I ate like cookies. 40. Oh, they're delicious. I'm super excited. Who doesn't want a bucket full of cookies? Anyways, lots of fun. We'll live stream the entire thing. Also, we're trying to get our uh, Twitch, uh, not partnered, what's the one below? Affiliate. Affiliated before this so people can do bits and subscribe and we can donate that money too. Um, So I'm going to be live streaming over the next couple of weeks on our our, uh, Twitch page. So if you don't follow us, twitch.tv slash bite me podcast. But watch out for us too because I need to get... uh, an average of three viewers over the next month or whatever. So watch for that and go like us. We need another like 17 likes too. I really need to get going on my stream. Yes, you do. Well, now it's, it's, now it's cuffing season. So now it's more like cuffing is when people hook up or like they mm-hmm. spend the, the you shack together. up for the winter cause it's cold yeah. and you want to be warm. So instead of, instead of cuffing with another human being, I'm going to become one in a relationship with my computer and Twitch. How about that? I think that's amazing. Why not? Yeah, You'll be in a relationship with many people I have people never at heard the, same the word time. cuffing season before. Mm-hmm. Two words, I guess. It sounds way weirder than it is, it's I guess. way weirder than it sounds. <laughs> yeah. I, he's like, cuffing season, I'm like, should we talk about that in this podcast? Than it yeah. is, sounds, is. Well, it's like, oh, you could look at it as, oh, it's the season of cuddles and warmth. and No, it's the season of having to deal with another person's crap for mm. like six months. And then heartbreak, uh, followed by heartbreak. No, then followed by, oh, I it, fell for this person, but then, no, I need it, to leave them. Is I'm, it like alluding to like you're going to be handcuffed from now on? Well, yeah. Oh, it doesn't seem like a great way not, to start a relationship. Right. Not necessarily handcuffed. When I, I think handcuffed of like, to a giant ball of lead. <laughs> in a lake. Yeah. That means you're drowning. Is that how you feel about Kate? I'll let her know. Wow. Mm. No, but. No, she's lovely. She is lovely. Like. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's coming to Extra Life, right? Yeah. Excellent. She put our cat in a shirt. It's cute. That's so cute. Did you see the cat in the shirt, Adam? I did. You showed me. I was like, is the cat in a shirt? It's a cat in a shirt. The cat's in a shirt. I don't know where the shirt came from. This cat shirt. It's a small shirt. No one wears that size. (laughs) Your cat does. It's just one of Dylan's shirts. Probably. Anyway, Dylan... Yeah? Do we do something? News! There we go. Oh! Thank God. We're trying to move this train along. <laughs> well, we were going to get to that, but I guess I'll remind people to like us, rate us, follow us on whatever your favorite podcast platform is at the end of the show. Yeah, we always do it at the end of the show. No, we don't. Don't we? No. Are you sure? Um, at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we have some of this to talk about. It's called news. Thank you for that. Let's get into it. The PS5, surprise, it's called the PlayStation 5. Whoa! Wow! Nobody saw that coming. They're going to run out of numbers soon. <laughs> I mean, but how long do you keep numbering it? Like, at what point right. does it get ridiculous? And do you, does every device after this point become the, the X? Like, no one goes 10. It's just the... Oh, right. Can it be the PSX or is that weird? PSX is like... That's, PlayStation Experience. Yeah, but PSX was also like the weird name after the PS1 when they had the smaller version right? of it. Like that was called PSX. They could so do you go with PS10? The PSX. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I probably won't be alive when the PS10 comes around. I think you probably will be. Well, I don't know. I live a hard life. 
Um, okay, let's do this. It's a, a holiday 2020 release officially. Uh, the PlayStation Five. So, what what are we thinking? Like early November, I guess. The holiday shopping time. I don't know, was anyone else like this? Was news? I mean, like this is everywhere. People are so excited. Like, finally, they have a release date. I'm like, no, they don't. No, they just they have, like a release quarter. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty sure they said that it was going to be released holiday 2020. Right? I I assumed this was coming out in holiday 2020. Maybe maybe I was just assuming things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. So there's a big shocker for you. Uh, so let's talk about what's going on on the inside of this. Uh, system. It's got an 8-core, 16-thread, 8664 AMD Ryzen Zen 2 CPU. Which is cool. It's like a Ryzen 7 CPU. It's really in a, fast. In a computer. So it's really fast. It's good. Does it do a lot of fast things? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the new controller has haptic feedback, which is not exactly rumble. It's, it's kind of like the... Um, it's more localized. It's like what you feel in your phone. If you have a new iPhone and you like push into it and you get that little bzz, that's haptic Which feedback. Which they don't have anymore. Really? Yeah. They took that out of this new one. Weird. Yeah, the 3D touch. Really? Yeah. So haptic is, yeah, haptic is that, but it's also. Um, Interesting. I like that. I know. I liked it too. Yeah, it's, too. They've got a version of that now, sure. but it's you long press it. Same-ish kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but so it's more like, from my understanding, this haptic feedback and rumble, quote unquote, is going to be like the 3D rumble or whatever in um, the Nintendo Switch, the way that you, the way that it moves things around, and you can feel how that oh, rumble sure. is in different spaces yeah. on the. Con- it's on like the, uh, the Steam controllers have haptic feedback in the pad, and it's actually right. really interesting. Mm-hmm. It feels very, it feels very localized. I think it's more just precision. Like the best way to think about it is if you have an iPhone eight or sure. newer, that that touch button. It's not an actual button. It's just a capacitive But it feels thing. like one. And when you press on it, when you push hard enough, it gives a click. The, yeah. You feel the click. So you get that feedback. Yeah. So that's probably the best way to think about it. Yeah. But that's going to be all over the controller. Yeah, it's cool. That would be really cool. Um, also, USB-C charging, which is great. Um, An adaptive triggers. I don't know what adaptive triggers mean. It's cool. Um, so apparently the Xbox has these, or at least Vinny said they do. do so I don't know. I don't trust that, that guy. Messenger. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it'll make it so, like, let's say you're um, playing Horizon Zero Dawn 2, and you're pulling back. You know there's going to be one. You pull back your bow, and the bow is pulled back by pressing the trigger. The further you pull back, the more the button will push back against you. So... It actually oh, 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 it oh. actually gives some force feedback to your triggers. So when you pull it, you'll actually yeah. feel a force back against you on those triggers. Huh. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, he says that it, it exists on the Xbox and it happens in, her, in um, uh, no, that racing game. that Forza. Forza. So I've never noticed it, but maybe I turned it off. I don't know. There you go. Um, well, there you go. Uh, it's going to have an improved speaker in the controller. Boo. Boo. I mean, get out! Get I don't out know. of my controller. Why? What's what's so Why? wrong about that? Well, I mean, first of all, it's obnoxious. <laughs> Second of all, um, <laughs> it kills the battery life on those controllers, which is why your PlayStation battery lasts on your controllers lasts minutes. for about four minutes. Yeah. Like, if I could turn off the speaker and turn off the light in my PlayStation yeah. controller, I would immediately most do that. Things you could possibly put on a controller. I hate nice things, Adam. That's all I'm Clearly. saying. Clearly, yeah. No, I. Why think, would you put a light that shines right on your TV? Yeah. The, <laughs> I, I don't know. The, the so first, the light was initially put there so it could be used for tracking with the PlayStation camera. Why can't I turn it off, though? I don't know. I hate it. I don't know. And but I can't imagine that it's drawing that much power. Oh, it's yeah. just an LED. It doesn't matter. Like, the two things that kill your battery the most are the 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 light and the speaker. The rest is just inputs. Yeah, the rest is just inputs. Hmm. Doesn't something have to be going through the speaker for it to be? Uh, no, because I think they're active all the time. 
I don't know, man. Weird. They talk all the time, and I hate it. Every time my controller talks, I'm like, stop that. I guess I've not played in long enough. I don't know how many games talk anymore. All of them. Um, (laughs) But if you're interested, the new controller is going to be backwards compatible with the PS4. Which is, the new system is going to be backwards compatible with the PS4. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. Yeah, so you'll be able to play all your PS4 games on your PS5. Yeah, right? Um, It's going to support 3D audio, have 8K TV support, and hardware-based ray tracing, which is cool. Yeah. Um. 8K TV support, I don't... That's I've just a, dumb. I have a very hard time believing that in the lifespan of the PS5, like if you assume that life, you know, the lifespan of the PS5 is like 2027, 2028, that 8K TV will matter at all. At all. I mean, I guess it'll exist, so hey, that's cool, but who it's cares? It's pointless. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pointless, Absolutely. But that's fine. But I doubt that you'll be able to play games <clears throat> in 8K. I'm sure you'll be able to watch movies in 8K, which, again, who cares? Anyway. All right. So game installation from discs is mandatory. However, installations will now be more customizable. So you could choose just the multiplayer mode. Okay. Or you could delete certain portions of the game once you've gotten through it and don't want to. Which I think is awesome. Like, I hate having to install Call of Duty and I install all this crap just so I can play the single player part. Um, That is neat. What was the game? uh, Oh, shoot. There was an Xbox game that did this recently where you had to install two. uh, you played, Crackdown I, three, yeah. Crackdown three yeah. had had the the campaign that you installed and the multiplayer you installed. And they were two separate installs. I thought that was yeah. dope. It's the best thing about that game, yeah. No, I, that game was pretty it fun was pretty too. Fun. Yeah. All right, the console's home screen is also going to offer some more flexibility on how players get into games. Uh, so you'll probably be able to be like boot up a game. You can go straight into a multiplayer part. You can go into a single player part. Uh, you can be told what rewards you possibly yeah. are going to get for doing these things if, before you even get in there. Yeah, so you can just skip that whole like loading menu screen thing and just go straight to your campaign. Very cool. Love it. Uh, so that's what we've got about the PS5 news uh, over on the PS4 front. Hopefully this will continue into the generation of the PS5. They have finally opened up crossplay for all games over at Sony. I'd like to— Finally! I'd like to, like, clap or something, but, What like, does that mean? So what it means— is is up until now they've said okay we will let this developer do crossplay so they're like we'll let right. Fortnite so do basically it basically anyone we'll can let do it if they would like to so now it is open for everyone and they're not going to say anything no and like on one hand I'm like yay and then I'm like it took you guys long enough you know right. like you this could have been 6 months ago this could have been 8 months ago and we could be playing Destiny 2 multiplayer we could be playing you know, breakpoint crossplay. We could be playing all of these games that have come out in the last six months crossplay. And instead, they sat on it and sat on it and sat on it and sat on it. And then, literally, the way this got announced was the last paragraph of a Wired article that was mostly about PlayStation Now. <laughs> so cool. Guys, this is big news. Yeah. But I mean, the, the funny thing is, is both these announcements, the PS5 announce was literally like a tweet on a Tuesday. This was not even that. So I, I think it's really weird that PlayStation is like, it, it feels like PlayStation's trying to revitalize their their brand in the face of getting a lot of pushback from Nintendo and Xbox, but doing like a really bad job of it. Mm-hmm. Um, although this news, I guess, could have been the, we don't want to make a big deal out about it because... For every person that says yay, there's another person who says about time. Right, exactly. Anyway, I think that's dope. I'm super excited. Now that just means I've got three versions of the same game. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean the difference is you have three times as many people to play it with, which I think is really the important part. Yes. 
All right, so you guys are going to talk about the game I care least about, which is Red Dead Redemption 2 coming to PC. So while you do that, I'm going to go do actual work with somebody who needs my help. So carry on. Make good content. <laughs> we always make good content. Okay. I'm hurt. You're not and wearing shoes. I am not. Adam's not wearing shoes, and he just walked out into our office. I know how offices often get vacuumed. You should always wear shoes. Doesn't. It does not. Yeah. Things have fallen on the ground in my office, and they've been there for months until, like, ants come in and carry them away. It's amazing. Anyway, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 has finally been been confirmed to coming to PC. That was a terrible sentence. I did not make good content. (laughs) Try again. Adam trusted me, and I failed. Anyway, it's coming to PC, which is great. I think we all expected that it would, but it's been confirmed. It's coming out November 5th um, on, like, the new... Rockstar Rockstar launcher and like the Epic Store and a couple of other places. But for some reason, it's not coming out on Steam until December. (laughs) So I don't know why, except that my assumption is is that um, Rockstar would like to not have to pay that 30% Steam tax. um, At the first boom. Yeah, when they can get 100% of the money on their own store would be my guess. Um, So it's got new content. There's three new bounty hunter missions. There are two new gang hideouts. There are two new treasure maps. There are four new weapons, all sorts of cool guns. What most, what we care about the most, seven new horses. I know that that was on everybody's mind. What kind of horses can I ride? Did you get more than only ride one of them? I only, I think I had three horses. I I rode one through the entire game. Anyway, I like my yeah, me too. I named him Susan. Um, there's also a new mission called To the Ends of the Earth. So new mission content is cool. Um, you can pre-order the game on the Rockstar launcher and get a ton of free crap. So if you don't mind having a new launcher, um, this is probably the place to do it. You get um, two games for free. So you can get Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which is the correct one to purchase. Um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Bully Scholarship Edition, L.A. Noir, the Complete Collection, or Max Payne 3, the Complete Edition. So you just get to choose two of those. You get them for free if you pre-purchase on the Epic Launcher. You also get a free upgrade to the Premium Edition of Red Dead Redemption 2, which I'm sure comes with a bunch of other goodies. And you get a $20 discount on the special edition and ultimate edition if you want to make that upgrade. So you can actually save a bunch of money if you buy it there, which is cool. Um, you also will get uh, an Outlaw Survival Kit for story mode, a War Horse for story mode. The War Horse is actually pretty dope if you just want. Yeah. It comes with seven other horses, but you'll only need the War Horse, I guess. Um, the Le Tresor de Mort treasure map for story mode. That was not good French. I'm so sorry. Um, a cash bonus for story mode and 50 gold bars for Red Dead Online. Mm-hmm. If you pre-purchase it anywhere else, you get 20 uh, gold bars for Red Dead Online. So if you think you might want to do that, again... Uh, Unless you really, 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 really want it on another store, I would just get it through the Rockstar store. Um, It's nice that they're actually giving you a price discount for pre-ordering. Yeah. I mean, I guess the thing is, is this is the kind of deal you can get. People hate launchers. I hate launchers. Launchers are dumb. But when you have your own launcher and you don't have to pay Steam 30% of all your revenue, you can give people a deal. Up to a 30% discount and you're really in the same boat as if you just launched it on Steam, right? Yep, exactly. Um... The game is actually being optimized for the PC, which I think is kind of cool. It's not just, hey, we ported it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get 4K resolution support, HDR support. I guess if your PC monitor supports HDR, which I think are like three of them. I guess if you have it plugged into a TV, you're good to go there. Mm -hmm. Um, Multi-monitor support. I don't know why you'd want that. I 
I really want that if it means I can put my map in the other monitor, that, and, like an inventory or something. Like I would love games to give me that option when. You know, you could actually do that. Now that I think about it, the console edition had that where you could put your iPad right. and have the map on that. So maybe you'll be able to do that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that's like the simple stuff that I want. Like your the, inventory. The next generation of games to have is like the ability to have like two screen gaming yeah. more easily. Fair. Multi monitor support is cool. I don't know. Um, Widescreen support. I guess if you have one of those ridiculous like thirty five. Yeah. inch weird curved monitors um and faster frame rates i don't know how fast but maybe super fast like, like 64 frames a second 123 yeah. frames a second yeah. super fast lots of frames um it will also apparently be uh, visually enhanced with improved textures for snow water shadows draw distance and fauna they I don't mention flora so I like the fauna yeah um that game already looked gorgeous so Cool. I mean, if you're a PC person, um, this was my game of 2018. I think it was mm-hmm. your game of 2018. Absolutely. Adam's dumb and doesn't know good games. So whatever. Play it on the PC because it's probably going to be great, I guess. Um, Adam's still not back. Apparently, the person he was helping was stupid. So we're going to talk about the Atari VCS. Um, if you don't remember this, this is... The new Atari system that isn't really actually made by Atari. It's made by some group of people that just bought the Atari name. Um, they kickstarted it maybe maybe a year ago, I'm going to say, and raised a lot of money, three, four million dollars based on them producing this little Atari box that they really didn't give any details on, which is I thought it was really strange that a bunch of people were willing to pay like $300 for just a picture, but whatever. Uh, The bad news is if you are one of those people that paid um, $300 for a little Atari box, I can't guarantee you that you'll actually get one, although Atari says otherwise. So Rob Wyatt is a guy that uh, works for a company that has been – essentially they're a contractor of this Atari group who is responsible for – um, programming the motherboards and making sure they work that they've been developing for this. And uh, as of last Friday, October 4th, he quit because his company has not been paid in six months, um, which is not a terrific sign when you have a hardware product that you're trying to get made. Um, uh, Surface Link, which is another con- company that Atari is contracted with, is apparently going to finish the hardware design that they have been contracted to do. But, yeah. Um, Atari, the same day that this uh, article came out in the register, was like, no, no, everything's fine. Don't worry. We're shipping these things in December. Don't you worry at all. Everything is just okie-dokie. And I I don't know. If you want to read a really interesting article, go read the, the, the Atari VCS article in the register because it it tells in detail as to why this thing may or may not come out, um, but maybe why it won't. But also what you're getting isn't great. Um, I mean – it looks like the output of this entire venture is going to be a box that looks like an Atari that just runs Linux and lets you play games on Linux. So if what you wanted was a $300 Steam box that looks like an Atari, then that was $300 well spent. Um, if you actually wanted a functional thing? thing that you could play video games on, this might not be great for you. And I mean, 
yeah, some games run on Linux, but not a lot of games. And this isn't even like a custom Linux distro at all. It's literally they they wanted to make a custom Linux distro for this Atari VCS, and they're like, nah, it's too much money. So, I mean, you could really just buy probably a cheap PC and throw like Ubuntu on it and call it good. But hey, maybe maybe they'll come out and maybe they'll be great. But I doubt both of those things. So. It sounds like a wah, wah. Yep. Adam, you're back. I am. We're what did talk, I miss? We're going to talk about, well, we talked about Red Dead and oh, we talked so about cool. the Atari VCS. Aww. And now we're going to talk about Blizzard, which is also kind of an <clears throat> aww. I know, because Blizzard, like when you think of Blizzard, you're like, oh, they're such a cool company. They are awesome. They're great. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, real kind of progressive. They have a bunch of, like, I mean, in the face of a lot of other video game companies, they have uh, a wide, like Overwatch has a lot of characters of that are kind of diverse, um, a couple of um, LGBTQ characters. Um, interestingly enough, not in China. <laughs> So those characters are actually completely straight in the China narrative, oh, interestingly. So anyway, I guess I don't watch Hearthstone tournaments, but I guess there was a big one this weekend, I guess. Yeah. In, they, was it in China? Do you know? I'm not actually sure. Or was I it, don't I don't I didn't catch where it was. I don't know where it was. Anyway, big Hearthstone tournament and a guy won it. And when he <laughs> – good for him, right? Yay. Um, he – on a kind of post-tournament live stream, uh, came up and just, you know, was advocating for uh, the, what do I want to say? He was advocating for Hong Kong to be a a free state, uh, free from Chinese rule, Mm -hmm. which, if you've been watching the news, has been a big deal. Um, Hong Kong's an interesting city country in that it is part of China, but is like, I think just kind of under their sovereign rule and not necessarily under their political rule. It was, well, because it was a British, it was under British rule and they have to make a 50 year transition from British rule to Chinese rule. And they started the process back in the 60s, 70s. So they're coming up on that point yeah. in time where they are going to be fully under Chinese rule. Yeah. And And that's what all the riots are And Hong Kong is, is a democracy currently though, Correct. Um, ooh, that, I think, I, that I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, there's been some really bad riots. If you have not seen that, there's a lot going on in Hong Kong right now. Um, anyway, this guy just advocated for like, you know, Hong Kong should be a free country, not under Chinese rule. And Blizzard under kind of a, a really broad rule they have. I mean, the rule is literally that um, in Blizzard's sole discretion, if they say something that damages Blizzard um or the player's public image, or offend a portion of the public, they can just kind of fire these folks. So he lost all his winnings. He's not allowed to participate in a Hearthstone tournament for 12 months. Um, The commentators that were part of this interview, who had nothing to do with it, also got fired um, or can't commentate for a while. It's it's just a sticky situation that, unfortunately, I think... um, on one hand, I think a lot of Americans aren't super familiar with what's going on in Hong Kong or China. And at the same time, it's kind of crappy for Blizzard to uh, to do this in general. But they stand to – like China is a huge gaming market, a massive, mm-hmm. massive gaming market. And it is the kind of place where they could very easily say, OK, cool, no, no more Blizzard and just right. shut off access to Blizzard 
entirely. And so Blizzard, a company that looks cool and looks progressive and looks like they've got some kind of cool stuff together, is choosing money over people, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. But also companies do that all the time. Right. Yeah. I, this is something that, as someone who is very pro-free speech, like that's probably yeah. my most important thing. Like I think that is the most important thing in like the world. So, but I think this has been happening more increasingly where entities are having to take harder stances like this. And it's unfortunate because you want to be able to promote free speech, but a company doesn't have to because they get to create their own rules, which sucks. Like I wish freedom of speech could protect people in those situations, but it just doesn't. And I think unfortunately too, I'm, I'm trying to look at like the other side. If, China scrubs Blizzard. That means the Chinese people don't get it either, though. So it's not. It's this isn't just about the Chinese rule. It's if if they don't play their rules, then China actually doesn't get to play it. Yeah, and all those people aren't the the rule of China, right? So it's it's a it's a sticky situation. And I mean, the guy who did it fully said, like, I kind of thought this was going to happen. Right. So, like, don't feel bad for him. He knew what he was doing. Right. I mean, feel bad for him and because it's a lousy situation. I, but I actually very much um, admire that because yeah. I think that was in a freedom of speech class I took in college. One of um, one of the important things I thought I, was an important takeaway was knowing when knowing the consequences that are going to come from your actions, but knowing that is essential to actually making that change. Yep. Um, I think that was when we were looking at um, some of the Martin Luther King stuff. um, He knew very much about the consequences of breaking these rules, but as a means to the end that he could get, like that was what you would have to do. And while unfortunate, it's, it's an admirable quality admirable quality to have to know that you might get fired and lose your prize money and that stance is important enough and to do it anyway i think it's important. or the other option is you just can't make these statements because you're putting a a, in a a no-win situation for a company that's probably trying to do the right thing but south park got scrubbed from um, china completely so south park doesn't exist in china anymore um for similar reasons. Yeah. It's, um, it's mostly just unfortunate. I think the, the reality is, is it's unfortunate that it's unfortunate that Blizzard isn't even just willing to say, hey, let's talk about this. Let's see what we can do. And, and they are now because they've been facing a pretty big boycott. Like people right. are kind of on mask canceling wow accounts people are you know talking about this on on social media it's becoming a thing and it's i think it's unfortunate that we've seen a lot of this reaction lately though is a company does something dumb and thinks they can get away with it because they've been able to get away with it in the past and then people call them on it and all of a sudden they realize oh man the the old rules don't necessarily apply Mm -hmm. when you can mobilize a hundred thousand people on twitter really really easily under a hashtag and there's financial consequences to that. And maybe the financial consequences of pissing off a bunch of people in America is just as bad as pissing off a bunch uh-huh. of people in China. And now we have to look at it. And I think that's that's the that's the the bad part because Blizzard could have 
taken the high road in the first place and said, maybe, hey, you know, we're not advocating this speech, but let's let's figure out what we're going to do, right. not just like, oh, you're gone. Um, right. I mean, you would like to hear the, while this person might not have the same opinion we do, we are advocates for the freedom of speech, yeah. right? So we will we will allow them to... The trick is they did it on the commentator. Yep. Like you used your spotlight for this. That is uh, that's the problem yep. really is you that's the one time you really can't get away with that very yep. easily is cuz you're like you literally there's a blizzard banner above your head that says like I'm speaking as the champion yeah. of Hearthstone. Like that's that's kind of a bad time, but I mean it's an important thing too. Yeah, so, how often do you have that voice? Right. Like to take advantage of that voice at that time is it's admirable. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Um, uh, oh, Fortnite has come out and said, hey, say whatever you want. Like, they're like, in our yeah. tournaments, you can, you know. Well, I mean, we- when you're printing yeah. money like yeah, that yeah. every single day, you can you can afford to the say. The thing I wonder hey, about, though, is like who. Say. So a part of the the uh, controversy in this is that 5% of Blizzard is own, of Blizzard stock is owned by Tencent, which is a Chinese company. Uh-huh. And they're like, so how much influence does Tencent have on that? Um, but aren't they an investor in – no, they're an investor in PUBG. So No idea. Yeah. So, you know, how does how does that figure in? Um, some other – I don't know who it was. Some other uh, card thing was like, hey, we'll pay you your prize money and uh, <laughs> come play, pay, play for us. So yeah. a guy will probably get taken care of. But oh, I'm sure. It's just a – I just wish – I for a company that has been very vocally – Pro diversity, pro gamer, pro free speech, pro all these things. It's crappy to watch, you know. But at the same time, like corporations, yo, right. they're not your friends. <clears throat> all right. Well, there is that. Uh, to wrap up some news, in case you didn't know, not really. Orange Ricky, Hero, and Smash Boy all are a part of what game? Uh, not Tetris. <laughs> not Tetris, I know. So um, the blocks in Tetris were put into a meme a while back, and they made its way around the internet, and da 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 da. And then, turns out, somebody at Jeopardy thought that was like real, real <laughs> and it's not. So it ended up becoming a clue uh, or a, an answer on Jeopardy. How long ago? The other night? Uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Okay. The seven rotatable blocks used in this video game have names like Orange Ricky, Hero, and Smash Boy. Are there seven different blocks? Uh, according to this so. draw, yeah. So there's the because there's the, the 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 like the little three one like so it's three right. lines and a T. So there's the T, there's the Z, the other Z, the square, the L, the other L. Oh, the L, the other L, and the the line, the, the hero. Line yeah, <laughs> yep. So the hero, exactly. Yeah. And Smash Boy. And Smash Boy. And Smash Boy. Um, but Sorry. the funny thing is, is the the person actually answered it as you know what is Tetris, and they're like right, so they got the points for it. <laughs> Was I wonder if that was the night where the that Alex Trebek was very very like cutting in his uh, the way he spoke to them because it was one of the lowest um, the people going into Final Jeopardy had the lowest amounts he'd seen. Oh really? And he was like he was like somebody's not walking away with much money tonight, <laughs> something like that. And he kept making jibes all night long. That's funny. Um, so yeah, just so you know, that is not the name of the blocks. In Tetris, first of all, they're called Tetronimos. Tetronimos. They're not called blocks. From now on, I will be referring to it as Hero and Smash Boy, though. Absolutely. <laughs> Smash Boy's great. Right? It's a great I actually kind of like Orange Ricky, too, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I know one. <laughs> uh, I will also be referring to him as Orange Ricky from now on. <laughs> pretty sure that we can get in trouble with HR for that, but Dang. we can try. 
Um, all right, so there is all your news for the week. We're going to jump right into the next block of things that we speak about called questions. And we get questions this week from – who do we have? <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to say the names of these people right now. I'm going to say as we go along Perfect. and then do a brief recap at the end of it, what it we is, learned. It is good. Yeah. All right. Up first, it's always this dude. Hey, yo. Hey. That's him. How you doing? He's probably playing Dead by Daylight. What do you know? So have you guys ever seen, it's a, a fake slap chop ad um, with a dude with like a super heavy Boston accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is so good. That's Vinny this time of year. <laughs> the slap chop. Oh, that'd be great. You get a slap chop. That, no, that, was, that was Italian. That's different. I am Italian. Oh, all right. So Vinny wants to know, um, what could next gen console controllers improve upon that would be beneficial to you. Well, they could turn off that light and that yeah, stupid speaker. That stupid light that shines right on my TV <laughs> where I'm trying to play a game. How close to the TV are you that that's, that, that In light... In a dark room, it don't matter. It's a big orange blob on the screen. Okay. You can block that off. With tape? Yeah. Do you not have That's tape? stupid. I have I'm going to put on tape on my controller you guys that I just paid about $60 this. for? You don't like the light on the controller. You don't like the speaker on the, it. You don't like Zelda Breath of the Wild. What is wrong with you? I've come around a little bit on Breath of the Wild. Yeah, just, a little bit, okay. just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well... To Vinny's question, what could be improved upon? Well, first of all, I could use my Xbox control on a PlayStation. <laughs> if that's uh, doubt, that's going to be. I would a thing. like that just to straight be a Bluetooth thing. support. Doesn't matter. Like, uh, just I can hook Bluetooth. it to whatever. Just I, I would really like if Windows Bluetooth support was better for controllers. Yeah, like, yeah I feel plug, like just worked. Yeah, you can plug one in and it works about eighty percent of the time. Two, now nah, you're probably just pretty much screwed. Yeah, um, it's not impressive. It's really not impressive. Um, I would like them to have built-in batteries that are mm-hmm. rechargeable on a on a dock would be nice. I know um, the PS, the PlayStation controllers, the DualShock controllers. Yeah, too. that's the best quality of a PS controller. Yeah, they they don't have removable batteries. Oh, oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, I I would I do not like. Charging via cable, though I really prefer to be able to set it on something. So, oh, like, so you want like chi charging? Yeah. So okay. I have, you know, that would actually be even best is if like the the ones you do your phone on, if you could just yeah. put it on a pad. Yeah. But I actually have um, like third party controller thingies for all my controllers mm-hmm. where you just replace the batteries and then you set it on a on a dock and it charges. Yeah, I yeah, really that's like what those. I, yeah. Yep. Um, better battery life would probably be good and at like a hardware level i wish it was a little like the xbox is like hey your battery's running low i'm like okay cool and it's like oh your battery's dead now yeah um, <laughs> i would actually like you know what would be great is if it had a battery indicator on the controller itself yeah. um instead of having to go into like a menu to see how much battery life i had left that'd be nice yeah i feel like you're th- the only two people i know that have this problem or at least what i'm problem? the only person i know that doesn't have those problems my battery life on my Xbox controllers are insanely good. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I replaced— I don't mind the battery life, but all, more battery right. life is always better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, I got—so I purchased the, the third-party off-brand uh, battery packs with their own charger mm-hmm. that you just pop it out and plop it in. And yeah. it's, those last—I mean, I think I drop my batteries in there maybe once every month or so. Yeah, and that's— I have, At the most. I have one of those, too. And it, it, I think the problem with that is it's kind of like—do um, you, you have a Kindle? 
like a, yes. a reading Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like those where the battery life on him is so good that I'm like reading, reading, reading. They're like, hey, your battery's dead. I'm like, how? I, I swear I discharged right. it. They're like, no, that was in February, Cliff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm really – I wish I was a different person than I am that I just – every time I finish playing, I put my controller back on its little charging cradle and it charged, but I'm not. I'm lazy. Oh, see, I am that guy. Yeah. I am that guy, yeah. period. Except, my, well, I mean, except for my Xbox controllers because you have to pop the battery out and drop it in a – Oh, see, mine charged through it. I could, I could do that, but I don't want to plug it into a cable. No, 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 no. I'm saying mine um, have – so the ones I got actually replace the entire battery. So you pop out the – even the back that comes with it, and it places with an entirety battery, and it's got two contacts on the back of it. Oh. And I set it in the controller, and it charges. Oh. It's really cool. Hmm. I have that for my PlayStation, too. Yeah, so, but as far as the PlayStation controllers go, like, my battery life's real good. No, they suck. They last for, like, four hours, maybe, on a good day. Oh, no. Like, look on the internet. Everyone agrees with me. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Ask my brother. He agrees with me. They suck. They, they oh. do not last very long. Maybe yours are special. I My PlayStation really... battery's always a dead. Whenever yeah. I'm trying to do something with it, it's not. Yeah. No, mine's always been real, real good. No, mine suck. And, like, if I don't play my PlayStation for a couple of weeks, they die, too. I wish they had a little bit more. I wish they. Right. Like, regular AA, AAA batteries, you can literally leave in a drawer, and they're at 70% when you open it back up. But my PlayStation and my uh, Switch Pro controller, like, every time I go to turn them on, they're dead. Really? Oh, yeah. My Switch Pro controller has not been plugged in for... I think it'll last forever. For probably two months. Oh. And it's still just Every rocking. time I go to use mine, it's dead. Wow. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. use it very often, though. I honestly don't know if anything... I would love to see, because I really like the form factor of a PlayStation controller, just because that's what I've used more than any other. So I think my hands are just used to that. Yeah. Um, I still, even though I haven't played my PlayStation for probably six it's months. Wild, yeah. Six months to a year. Not not a year. About six months, because um, Spider-Man. Sure. You know? um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, I just... I, I had no problem with that controller but for whatever reason still even though i've been playing just xbox and switch yeah. like my hand just doesn't it hurts yeah. when i play with the xbox see i'm exactly the same way with the right. ps4 controller is so i'd love to but i'd yeah. love to have i know i just saw a controller i want to say it's pretty expensive it was like 299 or 199 the scuff ones and it was like it had the offset yep. thumbsticks staggered sticks. yeah staggered sticks for the ps4 yep. so i'm wondering how that would feel because it had almost the form factor of a DualShock controller, but it had the thumbstick yeah. switch. So I think that might be perfect. Yeah, I agree. I, if I played PlayStation more, I would buy one of those. They're gorgeous. Yeah. So um, I think that would be really cool. As far as the speaker goes, like, because I know that in Death Stranding, the speaker is going to play a part in the game. Not sure exactly how how deep of a part, but I know it's supposed to be a part. And the baby's going to cry through your controller. It's going to speak to I'm gonna you. I'm going to hate it. It's going to say things. I, it's going to talk. I think I'm just not going to play that game like out of, I don't even know. Right. So I know uh, one of the other podcasts I heard is like if they make that part of the game optional, if that's an optional thing and you can turn that off so you don't have to hear the baby talking, great. But if it's something that uh, if it's something you absolutely have to have in order to play the game, that's just stupid. Bleh. But there's people that like the speaker. There's people that don't. I always think it's cool when you're in the Division 2 or you're in the Division or other games that use that and they utilize it the right way. It's always a nice addition. I think the thing about it is, like, I think it's interesting, but it also assumes that I'm not playing on headphones because <laughs> I've got True. headphones on. All I can hear is this. Oh, now that's the other thing, though. If you have your headphones plugged in, it should be pumping it through your It should be pumping it through your Does headphones. it? Yeah, because that's never... Because I swear, because I usually, when I'm playing, I often have one ear off so I can hear other people in the room. Oh, and I yeah. swear I can still hear it through the the mm. thing. Maybe not. I don't oh, know. I don't, I don't care. 
Well, yeah. So I don't know. The next console generation with controllers, I've got a feeling, is going to be more just like fine-tuning. Because controllers, they're not going to change much more than they have gotten to at this point. I'll be frank. The Xbox One S, Xbox One X controller is so close to perfect that it's fine. If it just came with more of those, that would be absolutely fine. Okay. All right. So that is from Vinny. Up first after that, we have Princess Megan. Oh. All right. Uh, what would the name of your cult be, and what would you worship? <laughs> spam. Mm. Spam? Cult of Spam? Yeah. Is, is your, it's the cult of Spam, and you worship Spam? Yeah. Well. You know, I I think that might actually work, too. Like, you could yeah. probably... I kind of ex- am in that cult, because I love, I love the Spam. I'd probably go Cult of Doggo, because I love Aww. Doggos so much. I would and join I would that worship cult. Dart. I would join that cult. Can we worship all dogs? Does it just no, have to be dark? No. Oh. So, it's, so it's really more cult. the cult of dart then. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> or cult of dodgeball. That'd be super fun. I, uh, I've actually always thought it would be kind of interesting but wrong to start an actual cult because it's so easy and there's so much money to be made starting like just a a wacky fringe cult where you get people to give you money for the sake of Kool-Aid. your weird cult and it's wrong it's but wrong it's, it's for a good cause it's never for a good cause it's absolutely never for a good cause it's i mean i guess it's the cause of cliff which is a pretty <laughs> decent cause i mean okay. um but man, every once in a while you like look at these people that join cults. I'm like, I could do that. I maybe I couldn't. I'm not really probably charismatic enough yeah. to be to be a cult leader. But I could like be the like the gotta have some pizzazz. You could be the IT guy. That's what I'm saying. Like I could be the dude behind. <laughs> you I, could create the recruitment videos. Yeah. I could be the voice. Of, I could be the voice of God. Oh man, we are so close to having a cult, guys. <laughs> Don't say too much. <laughs> anyway, it's mostly just going to be a grift. Yeah. That's really what we're talking there you about. Go. It's going to be great. Nice. I'm kind of right now. I'm kind of lean, leaning towards cult of sandwich. Cult of? Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry I think too. that's what it is. Like you're just hungry. Have you ever been to the Earl of Sandwich? No, I've heard of this. Oh. Mm. What about the Bishop of Bon Me? I'm just making this. Oh, up the Earl now. of Sandwich is so good. Their breakfast sandwiches are. Sounds mm. real good. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Cults. I'm going cult of doggo or dodgeball. I'm just actually going to form a cult. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. That was Princess Megan followed by Prince of Pringles. We noticing a pattern yet? Does two constitute a pattern? I think so. Pringles or just... Just regular Pringles. Super salty. Regular Pringles. Who is Prince of Pringles? Do we know? That's Eddie. All right, Mr. Skitty. Um, What action-adventure games go on your personal Mount Rushmore? Oh, another Mount Rushmore. Banjo-Kazooie. Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Um, Uncharted in the nah, early years. It's not a... Oh, Action Adventures. Okay. Eh. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed 2. Is Assassin's Creed 2 a person? Is it like Enzio? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, Enzio. Enzio's like two or three or something. Ezio. Ezio, whatever. I only played one in or Odyssey. Al- Altair was the first one. Yeah, something like that. Some, I really like... I love the first one. I think the second one was the best. The first one, uh, Odyssey, was the best. the The first one mm, gave yeah. me a reason to buy an HDTV, so mm. that's I that's can't a, read. Yeah, that's a pretty good reason. Um, 
actually. I think that. Tomb Raider, uh, Laura Croft would probably be a pretty good addition to that, and we'll get a little diversity on our uh, our Mount Rushmore. How is that not diverse? Ratchet and Clank, it's a robot and a fox no, thing. Robot bl- and a fox thing, dudes. and then you've got Banjo-Kazooie. It's a bear and a bird. Also right? a dude. And then you've got some random dude, dude from back in the day. And then what else did you have? That was four. A simulation. Oh, then, no, then you had um, yeah. a simulation. Uh, no. Not Nate. What's all, his name? All dudes. Some of them are just furrier than others. Well, yeah. it's not even real. He's from the past in a simulation. Well, then it's just a blank spot on a mountain. So, um, oh, action-adventure. So you've got Tomb You've got Lara Croft. Yeah, those are pretty good, actually. Okay. I'm happy with that. On mine, I would have... Kratos. Of course. <laughs> Duh. Um, Maybe it's just a big mountain. We could just keep adding yeah, people on. Right. It's like Mount Olympus? Yeah. Yeah, mine, mine, I would have to have Kratos. I would have to have... God, action adventures. One of the Belmonts from a Castlevania game. Action adventures are a weird genre. Like, because I, I I rarely think of, like, I love action adventure games. I always think I like, I don't know, I like third person shooters. I, yeah. <laughs> I'd go, I'd probably go with Alucard from Symphony of the Night. I'm calling that an action adventure, even though it's a platforming sure. kind of thing. It's such one of those weird genres. Um, so Alucard for sure. Um, I would probably pick, um, well, Sure. You know what I mean, though? Like, I don't know. Action adventure is not a genre I think of. It's like I take action adventure games and lump them into other. Like, I wouldn't. Like Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's an action adventure RPG. Yeah, and see, like, I would just call that like an open world Ubisoft game. I, it's its right. own genre. Yeah, because anyway. then, then you've got things like Infamous. Yeah. And you've got uh, Infamous Dying, Dying Light or whatever it was. Yeah. Or, or I mean, New like, Light. to me, like. It's weird that a first-person shooter is a genre, but then, like, third-person shooters are actually, like, is Third-person cover-based shooter? Yeah. Is Destiny a... It's a first-person shooter. Oh, no, Destiny is. Uh, Is The Division, is that an action-adventure game? Third-person cover-based shooter. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, it seems like we're weird... Or it's a cover-based shooter. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway... Um, well, there. That's our that's our mountain full of really, people. Really, we should just not carve people into mountains, especially when it's not really our mountain to carve people onto. <laughs> All right, Prince of Pringles, thank you. Up next, Mr. Polite. I love these names this week. Uh, Mr. Polite wants to know, with The Last of Us remastered on PlayStation Plus, he wants to go back and relive the game, but at the same time is content with not going back. Hmm. It's a quandary you have, sir. I think it's an interesting question, though. Right. Yeah. Um, it was such a great game and great experience, but it was he was fulfilled when the credits rolled. Is there a game or movie that was so good that you only wanted to experience it one time? I think it's interesting. Like games for me are almost always a one time yeah. because I just don't. As much as I love games, and I'm constantly like, I mean, Oxenfree, one of my favorite games of all time. Love that game. I've played through it twice, but only because I played <laughs> it once myself and once with my wife. But I'm like, there's a new game plus. I would love to go see that. Man, there's so many other games. Right. Um, but I do that with movies all the time and not necessarily because they're so good. I only want to do it once. But a lot of times it's because like, it's a great movie, but it's really long or that's a great movie. But there's a huge twist at the end. And once you know that twist, um, it's going to make the movie 
different um, or not as good. Like The Prestige is a movie I absolutely adore. And I assumed for years and years and years that like once you know the the ending of that movie, it's not going to be as good. I watched it on a plane recently. It's actually maybe better because mm-hmm. you know the twist. And so you can you see, see a lot more. God, there's so much foreshadowing in that movie. It's absolutely incredible. If you've not seen The Prestige, go see The Prestige. Um, the Assassination of Jesse James by the – Coward Robert Ford is another movie. Absolutely fantastic. I will tell everyone they should see that movie. I've seen it exactly once. <laughs> you know, um, I do that in movies a lot, actually, where I see great movies and I see them once. I'll rewatch movies as many times, but I'll probably never play a game more than once. Yeah, I, but there are a ton of movies that I rewatch all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I've probably seen the third Harry Potter movie 30 times. So, I don't know. 30 Adam? is a lot, though. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I saw Titanic in the theater seven times. Wow. Think about that. I am because um, that that's movie a three, was... It's a three-hour and 15-minute movie. You do the math. It's a full 24-hour period of my life. Yikes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I loved it. It's whatever. Okay. Very difficult time in my life, so we don't talk about it anymore. There's, so There's some good scenes. Yeah. When it ended. Mm, Let's see. I like that drawing part, too. But anyway. Blah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so I don't know. So a game, a game or movie that was so good you only want to experience it the one time. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Adam's office is falling apart. Uh, it's a ghost. I mean, if I ever finished a game, I guess I could answer that <laughs> properly. But since I finished more movies, I like movies though. I like watching movies. I like repeatedly watching Me movies. Um, I won't sit down and watch it like I did Titanic back to back to back to back to back over the course of like a week. We don't talk about that. Wait, what? Yeah, I watched it a lot. In the theater? Yeah. Wow. Maybe alone. Okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I, saw Harry, choices. I saw Harry Potter 3 in the theater six times, So, but it wasn't that many times in a row. That was over the span of like two months. It was Prisoner of Azkaban. Months. Yeah. Six times? Yeah. I saw it twice in a first run, then like four movie. times in a dollar theater. It's a theater. great movie. It's probably the best of the Harry Potter movies. Probably. Oh, that's arguable. Not really. I don't think so. I think it went significantly better than yeah. this. Yeah. So as we get I back to the argument. question at hand. Anyway. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I like the idea of this, though. I like yeah. something being so good you only need to see it once, but I don't live that way. So there's a there's – a, oh, then that, that just broke. So the, the original Last House on the Left, Wes Craven's first movie mm-hmm. – Really messed up movie, and I won't. I can't say that I'm not. I've not watched it a second time because it's so good, but just because it is so, it sits with you so yeah. much that it's like I don't need to go experience that movie again. I already, I know, I remember what I experienced the first time. Yeah, and I don't need to go back to That's that. That's fair. So I think it's maybe if you if I twist it a bit and kind of put it. In that perspective, that that would be a movie that I've only needed to experience I've the one seen, time. I've uh, seen like documentaries that are like that. That yeah. they're just so documentaries in particular. They're so hard to watch. Like you feel you feel it was important to watch it once. Yeah, but you feel just so awful and drained, and you know, like you gain the knowledge that you needed to gain from it. But I I can't watch that again. Like that's certainly something that I can experience. Gotcha. Yeah. For you, we already talked to him. Got yeah. it. Movie has to be so uh, good enough to actually watch again. Movie That's has to be good enough to watch <laughs> one time, let alone multiple times. All right. Thank you, Mr. Polite, for that question. Joe Coleslaw has a question for us. Where do you see the game from your phone programs, Remote Play, XCloud, Stadia, Bethesda, within a year? How will device-exclusive contracts and OSs cut 
and OS cutoffs affect the common gamer and not just the people with the latest technologies. Well, I think that that's kind of the appeal of things like Stadia and xCloud is you don't have to have the latest technologies necessarily. You have to you have to have newer ish devices yeah. that are compatible in a way, but I think that's one of the the promising things about these platforms is that you don't have to have the latest and greatest stuff in your hand to experience the latest and greatest stuff. Am I wrong? Well, you know, I don't know yet, and I think that's a question we don't. When I first read this question, I actually didn't get that that take from it, but I think that's actually a really interesting way to think about it. We don't know, right. and the only thing we know so far is that that's a real problem with xCloud. xCloud requires very specific hardware to run, and maybe it will go out from there, but I don't think, you know, they, they've kind of said, like, hey, yeah, it'll run on your phone, it'll run on your tablet, but no one's ever said, like, oh, but you have to have an I, you know, right. a iPhone 7 or, greater. 7 or greater, 8 or greater, and because they're app-based, like, there are reasons that you may not right. be able to play this on an iPhone 4 it or might an not iPhone 5. so much the uh, actual performance of your phone, but yeah, the actual, like, what it supports app-wise yeah. and if it's on the most current operating system. There's a lot of hoops that could get in the way. And just answers we don't know. That's actually a really interesting question in that you may have to have a, you know... An iPhone 11 a, Pro Max with three cameras. Yeah, exactly. But you may have to have an iPhone... X or better, or an iPhone 8, was that the one before the X? You mm-hmm. may have to have, you know, maybe this won't work on a 7, maybe it won't work on a 6, and I don't know how Androids work, maybe this won't work on Android Androids candy are so cane fragmented, or like. whatever, you know, but I mean, that's an interesting question, is it going to be like, you have to have a Samsung bleh in order to play this? Right. It's, it's a really... That's if, I think, I think you'll see, I think you'll see specific manufacturers if, like, if the party, if... Google and if Microsoft yeah. or whatever goes to them and says, hey, let's partner up somehow, da-da-da-da-da. Well, okay, we'll we'll work with you if you give us exclusivity on this thing yeah. for X amount of time, it's which whack- that will be kind of sucky because yeah. that's akin to, oh, everybody has access to this game, but over here on the PS4, you get this map for a year. Yeah. So it's kind of like along the same lines. It's an interesting thing to think about, though, that we're a month out from Stadia-ish. Ish. And, you know, we're... Uh, we don't know. There's absolutely no idea of whether. I mean, it'll, I'm sure it'll work on your brand new phone. Actually, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure that Google Stadia has said its own. Like as of at launch, it's only going to be on certain Pixel and Google devices. Oh, you're right. X Cloud is only going to work on Android devices. That's only. It's only Android yeah. to start. I forgot that Stadia does have yeah. kind of specific, which so, is which is kind of weird in a future we've been promised. Like, oh, it'll work on your phone. It may not work on your phone. Right. I th- I honestly think though that these initial on this device only on this device only is like look we want to make sure that it works here and say and these are the most these are the most direct like because i know with android you've got so many manufacturers put these skins and these own their own apps and their own twist on the operating system because it's open source to be fair stata is kind of a a founder's launch too which i mean is really just a paid beta so yeah so yeah i don't know it's interesting i uh i think that where they will be a year from now is anybody's guess it could be holy crap this is the brand new way to play games the the couple times i've done something like that i've really enjoyed the experience i really like actually playing on my ipad with a controller remotely in my upstairs um i'm really thinking about getting one of those little clips for my phone so i can play with my controller they're eight bucks there it's not like it's a big expenditure um so maybe it'll be really cool but maybe it won't be we'll see Thank you for the question, uh, Joe Coleslaw. 
Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Just making sure I know where I'm at. Good job. All right. And wrapping things up with the most important question of the week. I guess Princess Man Socks. <laughs> Princess Man Socks. So I, now that we're, well, okay, let's do this. If you had to choose one console manufacturer for the rest of your life, which would it be? As much as I want to say Nintendo, it's got to be Xbox. Yeah. See, as much as I want to say Xbox, just because Game Pass has just changed absolutely everything for me, I would probably go with Nintendo. I got old and really don't dig Nintendo games as much as I used to. Mm. Um, There's some great stuff on there, but like the kind of tentpole Nintendo games are not my thing. Like I only sort of liked Mario Odyssey. I only sort of liked Breath of the Wild. I think Smash is the dumbest game I've ever played. Mario Kart's fine, but I only want to play it when I have four other friends and we're drunk. Um, Kirby's fine. Like I, you know, none of those games are like, oh my god, yes, I need to play this. They're fine, and I, I buy a lot of them and I play a lot of them, but they're not my wow. Whereas Xbox games all the time is PC a console? Can I choose PC? I don't think so. Because I don't, I'm not a PC gamer, but like if feel, I'm going for flexibility, like yeah, that's think, why I'm taking Xbox too. Yeah, I think ultimately Nintendo might give me more fun, but less frequent because they that's just fair. don't quite have the variety. Well, here's my thing: if the rumors of Microsoft and Nintendo joining forces for some almighty Game Pass God, on the Switch, amazing. that's 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 what I'm banking on. I'm a gambling man. I like Vegas. I like to. Do things like that, so that's why I would I would willingly take that gamble. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Xbox. It's fine. That's fair. There you go. All right, now I have a question for yes. everybody. What's up with the names of the questions this week from uh, the folks? What happened? Okay, what, so so is, Angel Girl yes. in the Discord. Her yes. name is Megan. Yes, and someone at work said called her Princess Megan, and she thought that was kind of funny, and so she came into Discord and changed her name to Princess Megan, and then convinced. <laughs> Everybody else to change their name to Princess Whatever. So we have a Princess Mansocks and a uh, I'm Princess Cliff. And uh, you are Princess Happy Fun Ball and all other sorts of. And it's just been kind of an ongoing thing. And then when they do it, so like probably six months ago, she's like, hey, can I change my color in Discord to pink? I'm like, sure, I guess. And so I actually created a role called Angel Girl. And all it does is if you're in that role, it changes your color to pink. And so we've all changed our name not only to Princess something, but now we all have the Angel Girl role. And so we're all pink as well. It, it's, 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 very, it's very it's fun. It's, super it's fun. a lot of fun. I, it, I think it's actually improved the, the Discord of our Discord. So it's good. I know, right? <laughs> that took a second for my brain to really wrap around what you just said. <laughs> and I'm like, the whoa. It's like it understood as I was like going, oh, yeah. Right? All right. Well, cool. Well, there's that. I, I was just curious. You should get I noticed the theme right away. Get into Discord, change it into Princess Batman. I'll put you Princess in the right role. Princess Knocker Gamer. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's changed. Yeah. So you could be you could you could be the That's princess. That's the longest freaking name. It's very long, and I'll change your name to Pink, and you could be Princess underscore the elusive Dylan. Mm-hmm. It's good, cool. Well, uh, thank you for all the questions this week, princes and princesses. Um, if you princesses have questions and princesses, princesses, well, except Prince of Pringles. Pringles. Yeah, meat Pringles. Uh, if you have questions for us, you can always drop them in our Discord, where you could also possibly maybe get a pink name. Really, just you ask. Never know. Yeah, just go to bitemepodcast.com dot com slash discord. We've got all kinds of fun channels for you to choose from and hang out in, all very pretty active lately too. True. I was even in there once. He was, and I got immediately scared because you yelled at I'm me. I'm very sorry. I apologize. It's, I don't even remember what it was for. Uh, oh, I was very. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about this turd move. We'll we'll get to it when I get to this month's humble humble bundle. 
All right. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Just remember there are many channels and they all have a purpose. <laughs> First up, let's talk about over on the Epic Game front. Epic Game Store, you can get Surviving Mars, what, all month long? Uh, no, for thing? next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, so I, w- I would have known that if somebody would have put that in the show Starting notes. it because Humble Bundle's been give- – or Epic's been giving away a game a week for like the last four months. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have so many games now. Yeah, I have so many games now. Well, I have like I, 30 I tried, games on the Epic Store. I tried store. perusing the Epic – Store, I guess, and I, it's very confusing to me. It's I don't quite great. understand what's going on. It's yeah, I terrific. like it. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. I, they just aren't very many games, really. Right. So it's it, yeah. so it needs to exist on a page. And then yeah. so, am I oh, looking sure. at the actual Epic Game Store? Or am I looking at the launcher? Is it both the same thing? I think, I think they're the same thing. See, yeah. I get confused. Anyway, I don't know store. where to find the free game. You click store and it's right there. Yeah, it's it's at the top. You cannot miss it. Mine, every time I log into my computer, it's like, hey, you want this free game? I'm like, yes. Nope, mine does yeah. not do that. Oh, turn that on notifications. notifications. Turn on notifications for the Epic Store and you'll get like, a you notification. You got games in there. Anyway, Surviving Christmas. Mars is a cool, um, is I think it's an RTS. It's about surviving on Mars in some way. I've heard it's, it's a good, great though. name. Yeah. It's on Game Pass, too, if you're into that. So it's about dragons, you say? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, it is on, it is on Game Pass. Yeah. Because I've seen it on there. Um, cool. So let's get into this month's or November's Humble Bundle. I was really, really excited when I saw this. Uh, so if you go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble because you can make your purchases through there, sign up via that uh, website. That would be great. We get a little kickback. Um, if you sign up right now and subscribe for next month's Humble Bundle, you immediately unlock Call of Duty World War II, <clears throat> which I believe is a fairly recent game. It is. Um, and then also new, rec- like more recent games that are remasters. Really, really cool. Crash, Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, and the Spyro uh, Reimagined Trilogy. Which are brand new. They're yeah. six months old. Yeah. At the most. Yeah. 12 bucks uh, for those three games is a good deal. Considering mm-hmm. Crash, Bandicoot, and Spyro alone are $29 and $39 mm-hmm. respectively. Um, and yeah, do it. I saw that and I immediately was like, now. Yeah. I haven't played them yet, but now. But oh. I own them. Um, and I was so, so excited that I thought I had discovered some secret, like, new, it had just posted within, like, four hours, and I'm like, ooh, I'll be the first to tell everybody in the Discord. So I pop in there, and I'm like, hey, guys, look at this, da 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 Cliff over here. Yeah, they discussed that video game deals yesterday. It's because that's where video game yeah. deals go, in the video game deals channel. Sometimes people don't check every single channel. You, sh- you should. Well, when you're looking for deals. Yeah. You go to the deals channel. Or posting about deals, really. Anyway, there's a video game deals channel in our Discord where we post all sorts of, like, games when they go free or Humble Bundles that are a really good deal. Like, there's a lot of good deals in the video game deals channel. So if you like Weird. video like, game deals, that's a great place to hang out. It's like the TJ Maxx of online gaming deals. Except you don't have to, like, dig through stuff. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to walk through yeah. just a, shamble, yeah. a shambles of a home department. Yeah, I don't like TJ Maxx, but I like the video game deals channel. Yeah. I don't mind it. Um, all right, so there's that. Join us on our Discord, and you can find out all about those great deals and more. More. Anything else? Nope. No? More. You it? can go home. Sweet. I'm going to hang out here and do some editing and then probably go downtown because I have a dodgeball game I, tonight. I think everyone should know that when I chastised Adam for posting in the wrong uh, channel, he immediately said, like, do you ever think you should screw with the person who edits your podcast? I'm like, oh, no, what have I done? Mm-hmm. So anyways, if I, I sound, sound like a duck, if I sound really dumb this week or I <laughs> well, say I a lot of things, doing you're like, that. You, now you brought it back to top of mind. Now I'm like, oh, OK, it was oddly racist in this week's podcast and it didn't really sound quite like understand. him. Um, <laughs> that's all Adam's fault. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> he just replaces me with the goose from Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. <laughs> Special guest. 
this week, Goose from Untitled Goose Game. How are you doing? <laughs> Honk. So I don't know why I sound like an alien I from Mars. I don't know either. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, find us online, bitemepodcast.com, B-Y-T-E-Me, podcast.com. You can also find me at NotGoodGamer, NotGood, G-A-Y-M-E-R, on Xbox, Twitch, Mixer, and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And Twitter. Did I say that? I think so. Well, I said it again. You huh. can find me at Cliff underscore 77 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Okay, bye. And it's my dog's birthday. Happy birthday, Dart. Yep. It's my graphic designer's birthday. Aww. And my mom and brother's. Aww. Well, do they all have Instagrams you know off the top of your head? Absolutely no. not. My dog's Instagram is at Dartimus Prime. D-A-R-T-I-M-U-S underscore Prime. Get no it there. in two days or less. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. We're out of here. Bye.